Hi, and welcome to the Green with Tiffany podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany Page. And in this show, we'll explore topics of sustainable living, all aspects of health and wellness of people and planet, and how we're all interconnected. Join us on this journey to live better and more sustainably by improving our health, our families, and the world with the choices that we make. Welcome, welcome to the Green with Tiffany podcast. I am excited to be here with you. I am your host, Tiffany Page, and I wanted to take a little bit of time and tell you a little bit about myself and what Greenwood Tiffany is and why it's such a passion of mine, why it's important to me. And so I started Greenwood Tiffany about a decade ago, and it was uh, uh, an online platform. I did blogging and vlogging um, on all the social media platforms, and it was really um, a place to bring awareness and truth to the green movement by sharing ideas of sustainability and wellness and environmental impacts and living as one with our planet. And that's really kind of what it still is today, even though all this time has gone by, because um, even though you hear a lot of different buzzwords about green living, sustainability, regenerative living, you hear all of these words, they're all kind of an umbrella to me under the same information. So, you know, green living in simple terms is, you know, you can you can read that green means making lifestyle decisions and engaging in practices which reduce negative impact and promote the health and planet and its creatures, which is absolutely true. But to me, green is so much more as well. And then you have sustainable living, which that wasn't as much as a term um, when I started. And those actions are not harming nature. It's kind of neutral. You stay neutral when you're sustainable, right? You're not taking and now there's regenerative regenerative living. And those actions evolve together with nature and improve the health of the earth and us, really. So that's kind of the goal of where to go, but it's definitely baby steps to get there and we're all we're all learning. So to me, green living is the path to get us there under the umbrella of sustainable and regenerative living. And so I am just passionate about health and wellness and ways to stay healthy in what can be a very toxic environment. So some of the subjects we'll discuss, I've kind of put it into, you know, different categories because it's a it's a lot to talk about. So it would be food, obviously a huge one, water, waste, energy, transportation, chemicals, shopping, because you can vote with your dollar, right? That's the best part. And that would include everything from you know, sustainable to regenerative fashion, clean beauty, toxic-free cleaning products, that kind of thing. And so you can see there's no shortage of topics to talk about. And it might be overwhelming for sure, especially if you're just starting, but it's really about baby steps, you know, and once you learn about one topic, then the next one will be a little easier and you'll start to see how we all and it all interconnects. So that's why I choose to care. And to talk about about how it came about is um, I have uh, an acting background and I started to get a lot of work as a host. And a host could be, I did a lot of red carpet events. I thought I would never do live. I was scared to death to do something live. And then live became what I did the most of. And especially when it came to social media and Periscope came out at one point, Facebook lives. And so I started to do a lot of lives. And you know, you ask people what they're wearing and, you know, who makes your dress. And 
I just thought it was so much more interesting when I was able to turn that into doing, I call them green carpet events because they were events where there was a message. There was nonprofits or award shows that had to do with the environment or with animals. And I was able to ask questions like what they were wearing and it was something sustainable, some kind of sustainable fashion that they wanted to share or what they were doing in their own lives to be a little bit more environmental or mindful of the choices that they made. So that was really exciting to me. And that's kind of how Green with Tiffany launched. And then I had a lot of people at one point in my life that all had cancer. I, I I haven't had that many people at once. I mean, we all know somebody, right, who has cancer, who has suffered from cancer. But there was a time where I had friends in their early 30s, family members, all the way up to grandmother, you know, in her 90s. And many of them had breast cancer, but there was also ovarian cancer and colon cancer. And I started trying to find ways to help along with whatever they were doing in with Western medicine or in their allopathic medicine ways, other things that they could do, whether it was nutrition or herbs or anything that would help supplement or support their systems when they were going through what they were going through. And it started to all really connect. And I think I had an inherent knowing of that initially anyway, but I started going to different conferences and One of them was different cancer conferences um, with holistic doctors. And I learned so, so much on what you can do to heal your body because you really can heal your body as long as you have the right tools, right? You need to give it the right input. And so that's where it started to all really make sense. And that inherent knowing to live a healthier life that you could sustain the planet while being healthy. And I was on a mission to find all these like-minded people that I would find at these events and be so excited and really learn about different companies and products and farmers and doctors and nonprofits. And they were all out for the greater good. And then I also wanted to bring transparency to uh, a lot of the greenwashing that's out there. That's another buzzword you'll hear because there's so much of that. And it's really hard to sift through it because, you know, while some of these bigger companies are claiming to do better, you know, there are a lot of smaller companies, uh, family-owned businesses, small businesses that are really doing it right from the start. And those are the companies that I really want to support. I mean, all the businesses that are out there, you know, I, I really wanted to be the forward scout, if you will, and do the investigative work for you so that you didn't have to and that you could know that the companies that I promote, uh, that you could trust them and know that their products and services have been vetted for you. So I started attending all these events all over the country. And I would talk to CEOs and companies that were doing these better products and trying to bring them to market. And I discovered that I really wanted to have deeper conversations. These were two to three minute videos, and I would show their product and talk to them and learn more about them. And uh, now I can have these longer conversation of really what the inspiration was behind it for them to want to change their life, change their career path and do something totally different and have these health and wellness conversations that connect the dots of lifestyle and health and the environment and how they're linked. And the fact that you really, you can't have true sustainable health without the health of the planet. They go hand in hand. And so to me, holistic health was a huge part of green living and how it's connected to the planet, 
from ocean health to climate change and all the ways that humans did it right from the start, from homeopathic methods to ancient acupuncture, yoga. These are all examples. And we're going to go on this fun journey of how to live healthier in a more natural way with the world. And so some of these moments that kind of changed me, and you'll all have your own journey and your own baby steps that resonate with you that you follow or something that you change. And so when I first started, I didn't know anything about GMOs. Now, mind you, this was a while ago. I, probably a lot of people didn't. It was a time where I walked into a store that had a lot of eco-friendly, another buzzword, eco-friendly products. And they became a sponsor of mine. And I went in looking at all the products and what I wanted to talk about and bring to light. And so I would do a lot of research on the products throughout their store. And they had a they had a petition and it was about labeling GMOs. And I was thought, well, what are GMOs? Genetically modified organisms. And so I started to do a lot of investigative work on that. And then it was on the ballot that year to label GMOs. And so from there, from what I learned is you want to eat organic. So that's where I shifted all my foods to eat organic as much as possible. So that was one moment that changed things. Of course, like I mentioned, all my friends that and family members that had cancer was a huge pivotal moment for me. And cleaning products were something that came up because I love to do laundry. <laughs> it's one of the chores I love. Uh, the only ones I love, by the way, but laundry was something I always did growing up. And I had certain brands that I used my favorite was Tide and Bounce. I am telling you, I just love the smell. My clothes smelled so clean afterward and I'd use them my whole life. And then we started getting little rashes on our chest. So you try to figure out, okay, what are you using? You've been using the same things you've always been using, but at some point something might develop. So was it a soap? Was it something in your beauty care? And it turned out it was the laundry detergent. And I switched and there was no turning back because once you switch you just can't go back. So the smell now of what I thought was so wonderful is something I actually can't be around. It makes me nauseous pretty quickly. And to think that that's what we put on our body, it coats our clothes, it coats our skin, our largest organ. And so that was a big moment for me to realize that the brands you grew up with is a lot of the times that's just what you end up using, right? What your parents use, what you know, from your toothpaste, to your deodorant, to your shampoos, to even, you know, if you drink soda, we didn't have soda in the house a lot, but when we did, right, were you Coke or Pepsi? It's a perfect example. And so that continues on with all those different products. And so now you have to switch what you know and what you were using. And sometimes that can be very challenging and difficult, not always easy to find, not knowing if it's better. And so that's the research that I've been doing. And all the products I talk about that I will talk about are products that I personally use and believe in. And that was a big moment for me. And as I was going to all these conferences, one of them was South by Southwest Eco. And so that was different than South by Southwest. And it was people from all over the world that came to this conference for these different talks. And all in the same categories that I spoke of earlier. So they were all in different areas of sustainability. And one of the talks was about plastic pollution. And it was with the co-founder of a nonprofit. And they go on these expeditions. And they take people like you and me 
out into the water to research plastic. You become a citizen scientist. And so when I had heard about the Great Pacific Garbage Patch, I wanted to see what this looked like. They talked about a plastic island, a floating island, twice the size of Texas. And I wanted to see, does, is it actually an island? Can you walk on it? What does it look like? And so this was something I wanted to see and I would, I would Google it and there were no pictures at the time. Sadly, or not sadly, I guess it's good to know, but there are a lot of photos now. But at the time, there was nothing. And so how was I going to see this if there were no photos? And so I, I had just, I was determined to go on this trip. And the funny thing is, is I, I love boats, but I'd never really spent too much time on one. I mean, maybe a quick trip to Catalina. I think I spent the night one, you know, overnight at a, on dock, docked in Catalina. I think I was 12 uh, I'd never been on a cruise before, so never really spent any great amount of time other than a day trip. And this was a uh, 21-day sailing trip from Bermuda to Iceland, also in uncharted territories. <laughs> but I was going, this 72-foot sailboat with 13 other strangers, it was something that I was had to see. And so uh, we went. So the... Five gyres are, there's five gyres in the world's oceans. And what they are is where all the currents come together. So it starts to swirl the trash or the plastic. And that's why it's all condensed in these areas. So we went to the North Atlantic gyre and it was a, an area that really was not uh, looked at for plastic pollution, as you can see why, because it was in the middle of nowhere. And 21 days at sea is a very long time, but I, I made it through. It was amazing. And we took these samples, 32 samples across the surface, towards more of the surface of the ocean through what's called a trawl, this, this net. And it was able to complete a paper that was about how much plastic is in the world's oceans. And we didn't see the big plastic island like you might see in the Pacific, which I think could be worse because what you did see was little bits of microplastics. So the way the plastics break down from the sun and the water into these little bits, but then they never go away. They're just these tiny little bits of plastic and they were in every single sample. It was very alarming to have it in such remote areas. So that was huge for me. And so plastic use and consumption is, is a big one for me. And obviously plastic has great uses and it's very sturdy and lasts a very long time. But what I'm speaking of is the single-use plastics, the plastics that we use for a very short time, whether it be a plastic bag where you take something home from the store to your home and then you throw it away, or a plastic water bottle where you guzzle eight ounces of water and then you throw the bottle away, or plastic utensils or things that we use for a very short time. Those are the plastics I'm speaking about to replace and use less of. And so... That is a topic that's huge for me. And as I went on, I just kept learning more and more at these different conferences, Natural Products Expo. Wow, that's a great one. Where else do you get to meet the founder or CEO of the company of the product that you use? Do I get to do that with, you know, any of the major brands that are out there? Absolutely not. <laughs> that's not happening. So that was really exciting for me. And then I get to bring that 
information back to you. So we're going to talk to a lot of people along the way. And, you know, I've always been product driven and using and promoting products with the best ingredients that nourish the body, both inside and out, that support fair trade, a living wage, and products that don't take from the earth, but also gives you optimum health. I mean, that's a tall order for sure. And not everyone is perfect, but I will always let you know why I support a brand. And the great news is that it's proven that you can do the right thing. You can still profit by caring about the health and the well-being of people while still doing right by the planet. And, you know, there might be a few extra steps for these companies and, and for you, but it'll be so worth it. And I'm excited about that. And there's more and more of them out there. And, you know, I can't help also but being an activist at heart, you know, and I'm so thankful for the countless others that are out there that have dedicated their lives to the many causes that we fight for and the fight for regulations and mandates when it comes to organic standards for food or beauty products and, you know, GMO crops and animal welfare and the factory farming that's out there, oil drilling. And of course, plastic pollution is really having a moment there with a lot of ways to reduce your waste and different mandates that are coming through, or at least policies, which is very exciting and overfishing another, uh, a big one. And so, you know, there's definitely ways that you can get involved and roll up your sleeves and find um, a movement that speaks to you as well. So these are sort of all the topics that, that Greenwood Tiffany is, is about. I really want people to live their best life and to feel good and to be healthy and to grow the idea that the planet we live on, the structural home that we live in on the planet and, and the home, our body that we live in, that we embody, it's all connected. And if one is out of balance, all are out of balance. I, I, I truly believe in one people and one planet and to choose to care about it all. So that's what Greenwood Tiffany is all about. I so hope you will follow me on this journey and subscribe to Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And I'm excited to bring you these conversations with people that will help us all live healthier and live a more optimum, healthy balance in our life as well as for the planet. So thank you so much for joining me. And I can't wait to speak to you more. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share on Apple Podcasts. It would mean the world to me. You can find me at greenwithtiffany.com and on Instagram. Till next time, choose to care.